Good afternoon, Packers fans. Aaron Nagler here with your Packers Daily Chat. Coming to you live on the Cheesehead TV social channels. It's Thursday. Packers back on the practice field. Aaron Rodgers joining them in a limited capacity. Jordan Love saying after practice that Aaron did indeed lead the first team for a handful of snaps and opportunities there. So looks like Aaron Rodgers is on track, as we said yesterday, to play and start in the game on Sunday in Chicago. Um, on the Chicago side, looks like Justin Fields is trending towards starting after missing the game last week. He is uh, bumped up to a full participant. There had been some speculation that perhaps he might miss another game, but as it stands right now on Thursday afternoon, sure sounds like all signs are pointing to Justin Fields returning to the starting gig for the Bears on Sunday against the Packers. You want it no other way. You want him at full strength. You want to beat him down because the Bears still suck. Hello to everybody in the comments section. TKM is here and at his post. Of course he is. I love it. <laughs> the band. The band. We're on a mission from God. I love it. All the Chicago references are, of course, welcome this week. Daniel, 12 season finale. Not necessarily. Y'all are so quick to want to usher him out. Uh, a lot of ball game left there. Bud, greeting, Nags. What's up, bud? How are you? Fields is going to run the fucking ball down our throats. Now, there's a possibility. No doubt about it. You look at the damage that Jalen Hurts did. Uh, Fields is just as dynamic, if not more so, with the ball in his hand, um, at least when he's running it. Uh, there, That's going to be a point of emphasis, you would think, for the Packers' defense this week. As I say in the title of this video, prayer may be the only answer, because God knows nothing that we saw on Sunday night would constitute anything even close to being an answer. <laughs> Bears still suck, but we ain't much better. Michael, the Packers are always better. You know this. We have more championships than anybody else in the history of the game. Of course we're better, especially than the Bears. Give me a break. Uh, dear God, a running QB against this defense. Yeah, James, it's uh, it's going to be problematic. Let's just put it that way. What else we got, folks? Can defense hold Justin Fields below 200 yards rushing? <laughs> Hopefully. Again, prayer. That's the answer. Uh, Barry's defense, not the same without Ty Summers. That's two days in a row we've had a Ty Summers reference here on the chat. I'm starting to, I'm starting to get worried. I feel like we will contain fields much better than we did Hurts. Nick, I mean, you would hope so after getting embarrassed on national television, giving up a historic number of rushing yards overall. You would think and you would hope the game plan coming into this contest would be a little more buttoned up and ready to contain a running quarterback. But hell, they had 10 days to prepare for Jalen Hurts and didn't seem to give a crap that they knew, supposedly, that he would be able to run the football on them. So who knows? Dobbs playing this week, you, this, you think this weekend. I, Darren, I really hope so, but I would suspect he's probably still a week away. But you never really know. You know, the high ankle sprains are always really tricky. I know he's been back at practice. I would think they would probably want to give him one more week. But, hey, if I, I wake up on Sunday and I'm surprised that he's active, I'll, I'll be very happy. Uh, I'd love to have him out there. But we'll see. Obviously, they have all the medical information, and they'll make the determination on uh, heading into the weekend about um, whether it's time for him to go or whether they need to wait another week or whatever the decision is. You know, that's McKenzie and company's call. Uh, Joe Barry doesn't get embarrassed about nothing. 
I don't know that to be true. Is Fields even playing? Old-timer Dave, that's what I was saying at the start of the stream. It's trending that way. Um, he went up from a limited to a full participant, and it's trending towards him playing on Sunday. Is it draft time yet? Not yet, Tyler. Lord, we got five games left until we have to start talking about the fucking draft. Good Lord. Bears also don't have an A.J. Brown deep threat, so if Preston and company can hold the edge, we should be okay. I feel you, Nick. I mean, they did put Mooney, they're probably the best receiver on IR this week, uh, so that eliminates some of the downfield threats. But if we know anything about the Packers' defense, it's uh, if there's a weakness that we have trouble papering over, the other team will find it. I wish the pack kept Danny Davis. He has some good speed. Slayin, what's up? Thanks for checking out the stream on Twitch. They just worked him out, actually. Um, last last week, the same workout that they had Geronimo Davis in. Geronimo Davis, is that right? Geronimo Allison, sorry. Danny Davis. Um, but yeah, Danny uh, looked really good this summer. I really liked him in camp. Um, obviously, he had that ankle injury that caused him to uh, basically get released. I really hope they bring him back at some point in the offseason maybe, but I loved what we saw from him early on. Obviously, he had the nice touchdown catch in San Francisco, and just he was one of those guys that made a play every single day this summer. Like, no matter what was going on, he would turn your head at least once a day, and those are usually promising players. So I hope the injury hasn't robbed him of whatever you know speed and or burst that he had because, um, like I said, he looked really good in camp. TKM, what's up? Got nothing football, but what is the olive pet situation? Inquiring minds, pappies and pet fund. We should have uh, something around Christmas. Let's let's hope. We shall see. I'm actually uh, leaving when I'm done here and going to see Olive. So we will discuss. A-Rod is to quote Tom Petty, free falling. <laughs> I don't know about that. Um, I mean, he obviously left the game on Sunday, but... Uh, He's going to play on uh, Sunday against the Bears, and he'll probably throw it around the yard like he always does against Chicago. I picked a bad year to go to two Packers games. Traveled to Green Bay from Philly for the Jets game and then went to the Packers versus Eagles game. Wish I could say I mushed them, but they already stunk. <laughs> yeah, Sean, it's a tough year. Tough year. I mean, hell, Corey and I traveled to London to watch that crap-tastic ending. What's so awful about that London game is like the season had been going pretty damn well up until that point. Like they, you could see the trend forward and then that damn three and out and then the damn sequence at the end, trying to throw it into the end zone. I just like everything fell apart after that. And that's when Rogers hurt his thumb on the fucking Hail Mary, which by the way, you're not throwing a Hail Mary. If you're not in a situation to need to throw a Hail Mary and like say, Oh, you don't go three and out by trying to go deep three times after the opponent goes eight minutes and scores a touchdown. You try and play complimentary football and help your defense out a little bit, but, you know, what do I know? I'm just a dude with a YouTube account. <sighs> the Packers draft spot is free fall. Now, there you go, Daniel. That makes a little more sense. Um, do I think Jordan Love should start over Aaron Rodgers for the rest of the season? No, Brandon, I don't. I think once they're mathematically eliminated, They'll have that conversation. If Aaron is healthy enough and wants to play, yeah, he should probably play. Um, I do think once they are mathematically eliminated, whenever that might be, will most likely um, he will acquiesce to, okay, being placed on IR, and then Jordan will take over for 
a handful of games, however many games there might be remaining. Um, but, you know, you paid Aaron Rodgers. He is your starting quarterback. And if he's healthy enough and wants to play, he should play. And I want him to want to play. You know, as he said in his locker yesterday, pride, love of the game, all the things that, you know, drive him to be out there. And don't forget, he sat behind Brett Favre, who did it damn record number of times, you know? I I, I love that he wants to be out there. He should want to be out there. And, you know, do I think Jordan Love will get a start or two here at the end of the year? Probably. And, you know, I understand people saying, oh, they got to get a look at Jordan Love. It's like, they don't need five games of, of looking at Jordan Love to make a determination. Um, you know, what did they have on Aaron Rodgers? You know, they had a bunch of, you know, mop-up duty stints, two of which where he got hurt, uh, a couple summers of ball. And then they had a basically a half in Dallas on that Thursday night. And that was it. You know, as far as like real live reps, you know, they're going to have more than all of that by the time the season is over for Jordan Love. They have a better idea than anybody what they have in Jordan Love. And starting him X number of games is not going to change that. Now, will it help him develop? Yes, a thousand percent. And that's why I do think they will undoubtedly get him under center at some point towards the end of the year. But like rushing him out there, okay, he's got to play this Sunday. Like there, that's where you lose me. I'm not saying you. I mean the people who are clamoring for him to play. Mm. This roster is not a playoff roster. Let's stop with this playoff talk. Jimmy Legs, I have not mentioned the playoffs, so you must be speaking with someone in the uh, chat here. Playoffs? No, I'm, I'm right there with you. Watson pick looking real good. It is indeed. I mean, it should. They paid a pretty penny for it, but, I mean, you're reigning NFC Offensive Rookie of the Month. Not too shabby. All the kid does is score touchdowns. I'll take it. Absolutely. Uh, what's up with Kenny? Injured? No, John, he's not on the injury report. Um, at least that I can remember. Uh, he hasn't been on most weeks. Hold on a second. Let me make triple check here. Yeah, no, no, Kenny Clark there. I'm just looking at the injury report right now. Um, it's a mystery, man. I mean, some of it, I think, is because he's playing so much nose tackle. I think that's a part of it. Um, but ultimately, he's gone through a pretty quiet stretch here for like a month. And uh, he's gone through spells in his career before where he kind of disappears. And then usually, towards the end of the year, he turns it back on and starts tearing things up. And hopefully, that begins this weekend. Um, I thought we saw a little kind of glimpse of the old Kenny in the first half of that Philadelphia game. Hopefully we get a full, you know, full helping of old school Kenny Sunday against the Bears because they're going to need it. But, yeah, he has been quiet. There's no doubt about it. And it's unfortunate because, I mean, he is one of, if not the best player on the defensive side of the ball, and he has not played like it at all. Uh, Goot has figured out why Ted Thompson used to go into hiding. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, it's not like Goody's out there a whole lot more. Um, I do think, you know, I do appreciate that Brian, when he makes a move or makes a decision, he usually does make himself available in a way Ted did not. You know, famously, the day after he cut Jordy Nelson, he was taking questions from the media, and that's something that Ted never would have done. So, yeah, I do appreciate that from Brian. Who can step up and be a leader on defense? That's a good question, Mary. Um I'd be very 
very um, interested to see how this defense looks if they get Devondre Campbell back on Sunday. I know Coach was asked about it, and, you know, there's a possibility. And it sounds like Devondre has been chomping at the bit to get out there. I think he has been missed, and not so much just, you know, I, I don't think he was having a lights-out season prior to his injury, but he had been trending uh, towards playing better. No question about it. A big pick six in Washington. He was kind of all he was making tackles that he had missed earlier in the season. Um, I think he was trending the right way, and then he got hurt and has missed so much time. I think they've missed him greatly. Um, and I don't think he's a huge rah rah guy, but I do think he commands a little bit of respect on that side of the ball and in that room. And hopefully, getting him back out there will help things in that regard. Because I do think they need someone to rally around. They need a focal point. They need someone to focus them. And you know, the man does make the calls and when you're relying on a rookie rather than a you know seasoned vet that might change the dynamic a little bit no question uh, Nathan you know that you say they they have they know what they have in love more than anybody but they continuously throw Amari Rogers on kick returns when they have an actual weapon doesn't that mean they're not good at evaluation um it means the quarterback position is completely different than any other position in professional sports. I don't care about any determinations made at any other position. Way more scrutiny, way more goes into breaking down quarterback play and or supporting a quarterback than any other position on the football field. And more conversation, more tape, more everything happens at the quarterback spot. Uh, do I think Packers should fire Joe Barry if we do? Who should we replace him with? Well, Brandon, that's the big question there on the second part, right? I mean, everybody was clamoring for Mike Pettin to be fired, and they ended up with Joe Barry. Now everyone's clamoring for Joe Barry to be fired. Who knows if the next guy's better? Um, I would love, you know, someone like Vic Fangio, who is the godfather of this system. Um, Although, who knows? He's probably going to be a hot name this this offseason. You know, I think they're going to have to cast the net far and wide if they do make a move if Matt decides it's it's time to move on. Um I would like someone young, you know, someone who hasn't gotten into a bunch of bad habits, someone who's on the cutting edge of defensive football, you know? That's about it's about the length of my uh requirements, you know. These guys spend so much time, you know, learning the game and who's doing what on what team and uh who's utilizing which positions and how best uh, to thwart what offenses are trying to do in the NFL in 2022, more so than you and I could ever know and and could ever hope to believe that we have an idea of who might be available and uh, a good fit for the personnel that they have. That is high-level stuff. And clearly, the Joe Barry hire has not panned out the way Matt probably would have wanted to, but... I'm not entirely sure that Joe Barry's gone this offseason. I know nobody wants to hear that, but um, I think it's a 50-50 proposition. Everybody's saying Jim Leonard. I mean, you all wanted Mike Pettin gone. Why do you want a dude who runs Mike Pettin's system? I mean, it's the same system. It's a Rex Ryan disciple, Mike Pettin disciple system. The dude literally followed Rex Ryan and then Mike Pettin around the NFL. I don't know, man. Jim Leonard's fine. I mean, he's a good coach. I'm not taking anything away from him, but, you know, again, I want a system that's not predicated upon something from 
2002. Something new. That's just me. Ed, thanks for the super chat. In terms of Packers dysfunction, the focus should be Lafleur hired Barry, stuck with Amari post-London, lets Crosby kick off, poor player development, team lacks toughness, panics, and abandons run. All right, I think those last few are kind of silly. But um, I do, I agree with the Amari thing, 100%. As far as lets Crosby kick off, that's not his call. That's, you know, that's Rich Passaccia. That's literally his gig. He is the special teams coordinator. Um, hired Barry, obviously that's a tough one. Uh, but I love panics and abandons the run. Um, they panicked when they were down two touchdowns in the fourth quarter against the Cowboys. Hmm. I seem to recall them coming back and winning that game. You know, it, I understand that you know, there have been a lot of frustrating losses this year, but um, not everything is because like their floor is soft, which is I think hilarious. So he wasn't soft when they were winning 13 games a year, but now he's soft. Like it's just funny to me, but. To your overall point, Ed, I would agree with the sense that he, and I think I've talked about this here before on Daily, he does seem to have this tendency to want to, quote, place his faith in guys. He's talked about that with Barry. He's talked about that with Amari. He talked about it with um, Mo Drayton last year. We all know how that ended up costing them. And it seems like a blind spot. And, you know, McCarthy had the kind of the same thing. Obviously, sticking with Dom Capers as long as he did. Everyone remembers. Um, that seems to be a weakness. There, there, that seems to be a theme where maybe this offseason he takes a good hard look at himself and his ten- that tendency and makes some kind of change there. Like there, I think you're onto something. The rest of it, yeah, it's pretty silly. Um, if Rodgers comes back, we trade love and go QB in the draft. I doubt it, Eli. If Rodgers comes back, I think they bring Love back on his final year of his contract uh, while picking up his fifth-year option. And then next year, he's on the squad for like $3 million or whatever it is. And then Rodgers plays one more year, and then they turn to Love when his salary becomes $20 million or whatever it is. That's my guess. Um, unless they pick up the fifth year option, that'll confirm they want love after Rogers. Uh, unless Rogers runs the table, there's no way he's walking away after this debacle of a season. I tend to agree. New York G said, that's what I, people keep saying, like, you know, oh, he's going to get traded or he's going to retire. It's like, no, the most likely scenario is that he's going to be back next year. That's it. And no one wants to hear that because that's not as fun as an exciting and blah, blah, blah. And the narratives aren't as crazy. Everyone gets all juiced up about, you know, uh, photoshopped Aaron Rodgers in different jerseys, whatever. None of that's going to happen. He's going to be back in Green Bay. He's going to have one final hurrah with the Packers. Anybody else fed up with the corny celebrations on defense? Make a play, then give up a third and 14. <laughs> no, I have no problem with it. As as, as Bill Belichick once said, you work you're, you work hard, and it's a damn hard fucking world in the NFL. And you make a play, you get to celebrate. That's it. I don't care. I don't care. None of that really bugs me that much. Um, the, the third and 14 kind of bugged me because it's like it's in the run of the game and you've given up 13 yards on third and 14. You, you, you're celebrating it's a fourth down, but like, you know, they're going to go for it. But like somebody making a tackle or has a sack or whatever. Yeah. Celebrate. You should. 100%. Fucking hard work, man. 
<laughs> William, thank you. That's very nice of you to say. Uh, what else we got? I got the Eds. I got Eds Super Chat. What else did I got? Um, TKM. Thanks for Super Chat. Does Russ Ball have the cap space for QB Jordan Love fifth year? Well, remember, the fifth year option is for the t- the season of 2024, where the money the cap is supposed to balloon thanks to the new media deals now is is it enough i have no idea we don't even really have a firm grasp of what that number is going to be yet but it is going to grow much greater than it has in the last number of years so does he i mean hopefully he's got a model with all that stuff worked out because that's literally his job jason thanks for the super chat do you think there's a scenario where they keep Jordan Love another year and not give him the fifth year when Rodgers retires and then pay Jordan Love a regular contract? It's possible. It's possible, Jason. Um, I think everything's on the table. I think those are part of the conversations that's, that are going to happen this offseason. Joe, thanks for the super chat. Packers could be at full strength with wide receivers. Is that good news or bad news in terms of how much they will utilize AJ, Aaron Jones, and AJ Dillon? Um, I think they're still going to run the ball. I still think we'll be clamoring for Aaron Jones to get it more, but I think they found a good groove on offense at this point. Um, somewhat predicated on who they're facing. And I, I do think it's going to wane you know, or wax and wane from week to week as far as where the emphasis is. But, um, look, I want full strength out there. I want the full complement of weapons. And I mean, look, you don't have to look much further than some of the other teams around the league and try, having, you know, to watch them try to play offense. Like, as frustrating as the Packers can be and have been, man, they're still a much better offensive football team than some of the other stuff on offer around the league. Uh, got that one, got that one. All right, I think I, I think I caught up on the Super Chats here. Um, yes. Eli, nice to Super Chat. I personally want love sooner than later. Haven't enjoyed watching the offense when love was in since 2018. Just my opinion, though. When love was in since 2018? Hmm? That doesn't make no sense. Wait, so you haven't enjoyed watching the offense while Aaron Rodgers was winning MVPs? You didn't enjoy watching the offense in 2020 when they were setting records? What? Sorry, man. That one, that one, that one confused me. Hmm. Uh, saw the Museum of Moving Image listed as one of New York's best museums recently and remembered you recommending it. Yes, Jake, I highly recommend it. If you're in the New York area and you can pop out to Astoria, go see it. It's awesome. It's so cool. It's one of my favorite places in the city, and I take my girls all the time. Packer Man 80, Miami is going to be tough. Yeah, I'm trying not to think about it, man. That's going to be that's The fact that we have to play them on Christmas. Oh, ho, ho, ho. Not, not my, not my favorite. They, they probably continue to run Dylan out of the gun. Daniel, I know that I don't know if you saw Matt's presser today, but he was asked about. I think Spoon asked him, like, isn't it apparent that uh, AJ runs better with the quarterback under center and like getting up head of steam or whatever? And Matt pulled out the dreaded. Well, you know, it really depends week to week and the opponent and the oh. God, no. Just say yes. It's obvious. Drives me nuts, man. Drives me nuts. And I know he's got to, like, you know, he can't just say it because then opponents will be like, well, now we know. NFL, man, freaking NFL. All 
All right, buddy. I'm going to have to get going. I can't thank you enough for hanging out, talking Packers each and every day, Monday through Friday, right here on the Cheesehead TV social channels. Please do me a monster favor and hit like on this video. Subscribe to the channel. And then tell your friends and tell your family, Cheesehead TV, we are devoted to Green Bay Packers fans worldwide. Thanks a lot, everybody. Have a great day. Go Pack Go. Uh-huh. Uh-huh.